0: Hello everyone, I'm Mark Suxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to our exclusive content now. And follow us on our social media platforms. People Behind Brands. Life Lessons from the World of Business. A strong and honest businesswoman. My next guest gives us an insight into the world of HR and recruitment post-pandemic. Despite the personal challenges of raising her young son and going through divorce, she's become a recognised leader in business, front Kingswood Group and most recently, KG Direct Hire in London and Essex. I'm pleased to welcome Miss Independent herself sarah mckay harris sarah welcome along to uh the podcast how are you doing
1: thanks mark yeah i'm i'm all right it's friday it's it is friday, friday.
0: It is. <laughs> at, at the time of recording it it's friday so it's it friday, friday feeling. yeah uh, so, yeah, I've known Sarah for a few years now on a professional level, a driven, wholehearted woman in business. Sarah is the founder and managing director of her company, Kingswood Group, and most recently, KG Hire, based in London, Essex, and the home counties. Sarah specializes in HR recruitment, outsourcing, and consultancy, supporting organizations whatever their size, industry, location, and stage of their life cycle. From working with her on her marketing campaigns to being part of the same networking group, Sarah is never away. Uh, it's never far away sorry and is a popular individual on the local business circuit so it's only right to get her involved on people behind brands so first question Sarah talk to us about the story behind your brand yeah okay
1: cool so um so yeah so Kingswood Group um is is the main company and, and as you said KG Direct Hire was only launched about uh three or four weeks ago now so it's still a fairly new brand Um, but it it still very much comes under the Kingswood Group umbrella. Uh, Kingswood Group was born um, at the end of 2018, and um, it kind of came about because of my passion, really, which is my my whole career has been spent um, working in recruitment, but specifically um, human resources recruitment. Um, And and HR, people have a different understanding of HR, but it covers the whole employee lifecycle, everything from recruitment through to training and development, um, pay and reward um, and uh, everything in between all the way through to kind of exiting a business um, and, and throughout, throughout those 16 years I've worked with some amazing individuals, um, you know, big global corporates in, in London through to you know more SME technical specialists in, in Essex so um, I've always been really passionate about how valuable HR is a business because people management as we all know is is really tough going. And if you get it right, you get so much out of people, um, which obviously then impacts uh, profitability and, and productivity in the business. Um, so Kingswood Group um, was formed um, mainly because i would fed up with working for other people, to be honest, and uh, wanted to do things my way. It started out as just me, like a lot of small companies do, and um, in my fourth bedroom,
0: Let's talk about KG Hire and what the uh, sort of founding benefits of that are.
1: It's been born because the world of recruitment has really changed um, over the years. Um, You know, when I first started out in in recruitment back in 2005, um, there was no LinkedIn. um, There was no in-house talent acquisition teams. um, Everything went to agencies. and, And so it was a really, you know, Good place to be working in recruitment at that time, monetary wise. And over the years, it's, it's got you know very different. You know, people try to do things more directly. Um, there's a lot more online opportunities. Um, you know, you don't just go to the local paper anymore and post it there. It's you know, it's all it's all online now. So there's a lot more accessibility to the to job seekers by companies. Concept of KG Direct Hire um, was more to bring together. Um, the opportunity for said small to medium-sized company um, to to work with us so that we would take on the job advert. We'd help them create a job advert, which was also legal as well, because obviously you have to be really careful when you're advertising nowadays about discrimination and and things like that. we create the job advert with them. We would then post that on multiple job boards, not just one, and social media. So they could get um, a job advertised on up to 10, 12, 15 job boards, depending on what it is. And that includes all your big ones, such as your read and your total jobs and your job site and your indeed, but also some specialist ones as well. And then what we do is, is what's quite unique for this is that we actually provide that client with their own portal, um, uh, which is an applicant tracking system. So rather than all of those CVs come into their email inbox and they get bombarded, they all come into this wonderful um, specialist recruitment system where the CVs um, sort of sit. And those candidates will then get automated updates and responses depending on where they are at the interviews process. So again, that kind of helps take that pressure off the client from the communication and time perspective. Um, so that's what it is. It's, it's a one of cost, and there's two levels of it. Um, the first one is very uh, is our standard and that's very much um, advertising and portal access and the client tends to do their own thing then. And then the other stage is that to help move more, we actually use video technology that we provide And if the client wants us to, we can actually do video interviews for the first stage um, of their candidates as well. So again, it kind of takes it up to that next level and saves them even more time. So that's kind of the concept. Um, It seems really popular at the moment and and it's just starting to build up. And as I said, it's really interesting to see some of the successes coming through already
0: yeah no, that sounds good I think it's obviously a good uh thing to do especially in this sort of time as well where people are kind of sort of struggling to find jobs and things like that so yeah it's a really good sort of avenue to go down um so you've, you also touched upon earlier about having experience working for companies in similar industries before starting out on your own at Kingswood uh take us back to the sort of early moments of your career um yeah so I uh I fell into recruitment like a lot of
1: people do <laughs> um uh, uh left uni uh put my job you know put my cv on read i think it was at the time and, and got multiple calls about things um and and just luckily for me i kind of fell into the right the right space i, I immediately started doing hr recruitment um i'm very yes yeah, I, I really love hr and i see the value of it and i think if you can love what you do obviously helps you spend most of your life working don't yeah, you So yeah uh, yeah, I just, I think I just struck lucky. I have tried other recruitment. I just don't, I don't enjoy it as much. I, I love the conversations I can have and, you know, the, the complexities of people and why they do things, the things they do and, and stuff like that. And that actually was why um, Kingswood Group was expanded into HR as well. So, and I've talked a lot about recruitment, but actually the, the, another big part of our business is that we do provide HR support to small to medium sized businesses as well. And I have a team of qualified HR professionals um, who are sort of HR managers and and they work um, either on a retained basis with a client so we're basically an extension of their business and with their HR function or just on an ad- hoc basis if they need certain projects done um, just to help with their kind of people management and really just minimizing the risk as much as we can um, for any employment issues um, that might arise from saying or doing the wrong thing which is very easy to do unfortunately when you're an employer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you've been in business now uh, a few years uh, with Kingswood King's Group and recently found a KG Direct Hire. So what are some of the challenges you have faced fronting these two businesses over that time?
1: Well, um, the first year um, was just kind of me um, for the first five months. And I guess the first obstacle I found was time. Um, like a lot of people um, who start out in business, it might be them or them and a business partner and you're doing everything. Um, but you'll kind of get to that stage where you have to look at where the most valuable you know, um, area of your time is spent. And, and for a lot of companies, if you're the technical person then it's doing the technical work, or if you're the person that's bringing the business in, it, it needs to be client-facing and getting the business in. So um, my first uh, a hire, my own hire, was um, some admin support. Um, initially, I used a virtual PA, which are also really useful to have, um, you're not actually taking them on your payroll um but I found after a couple of months that I was just getting to a point where I wanted somebody full-time in the business that could support me on a on a a more ongoing basis so definitely um and and I I see this a lot on a lot of the forums and networking groups I mean it's that time element and, and having the right people in the team to do the support functions as well so that was the first the first hurdle um and then, you know, that's that's carried on really. And I think generally speaking, um, you know, you, you, you all work hard and then you get to a point where you think, no, nope, we, we need to expand the team again. And it's almost, um, you know, it's, it's a bit of a trajectory, really, where you kind of get to a point, look at the workload and then decide right now is the time we need to bring in another member of the team and, and, and also then assessing what that needs to look like right now, for example. Um, I'm utilising um, the Kickstart scheme, which is the government scheme, which came out of obviously the pandemic to help 16 to 24-year-olds get get some get back into work or get some work experience. Um, and I'm just um, just conducting some interviews right now to to help get someone on board as an office assistant um, with a big focus on um, our uh, CRM and our HR recruitment systems because for us it's really important to make sure we've got the right Um, information stored and kept up to date um, for our candidates and our clients, um, both on the recruitment and the HR side.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a really good thing to do, especially, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere, haven't they? So, these sort of times as well. So, uh, you know, what would you say sets you apart from, you know, the competition? Uh, What are the unique selling points when talking to sort of potential clients and signing them up?
1: Yeah, so um, I think the the first thing, because so I would say there's kind of two key ones, really. I, should, I, could, I could go on, there's loads, but I'll, I'll stick with two. So the first one I'd say is that we are, I don't like using the term one-stop shop, but generally speaking, from an HR and recruitment perspective, because of how we're structured now, um, if, if a company comes to us with um, an HR requirement or learning and development or um, a project, we, we have the scope and, and the experience and set up in the team to be able to support that. No matter how big they are, no matter how small they are, um, and no matter what the what the type of um, issue or requirement is. And then the second one, um, I'd say, is um, we're a really flexible, friendly, personable team. Um, I think in in a lot of industries, and especially HR and recruitment, you've got some really big players out there. Um, and, yeah, and they can offer the world, um, but you tend to lose that um, relationship a little bit, um, and and, and, I, and I get it, you know, it's difficult as businesses grow to kind of always keep that, but I think for us what what I really um, how we win and, and retain business is through those relationships, so yeah, making sure we get to know our customers and um, keeping in touch, and um, you know, it just making sure we get to know their business and what their, you know, what their pain points are and, and then talking about how we can help that um, rather than just sitting there taking the money. And, you know, when they contact us, just chucking them a document that they'll have to sort out themselves. So we just, it's very much that relationship partner. Um, and, and we, and we do what we say, you know, we have regular catch-ups. We, we try and do that in person. Obviously it's been a bit difficult lately. Um, and, um, We just try to be more solutions focused and more proactive rather than reactive.
0: Yeah, so uh, the aim of this podcast is also to focus on some of the more testing times that we all go through at some point along the way. So, you know, which can sometimes give people drive to succeed Uh, from a personal point of view. What have, what have been some of the setbacks that have impacted on your life?
1: My wow. life, I'm a working mum, uh, so i probably say juggling time. Um, when I left my um, main career in the city a few years ago, I had all these wonderful images of me being able to, you know, take time off and finish work and you know, take go, go and work three days a week and, you know, all this lovely stuff and, and spend time with my son and, you know, and, and do you know what? At least I've got the ability to make those decisions myself. But in reality, it hasn't happened as much because when you do run a business, um, it's just you. You know, there's nobody to fall back on. There's no, you know, regular salary that you know you're going to get if you take time off anyway. So it, there is that. There is a pressure from that sense. I think the hardest bit is um, ensuring that you do look after your own well-being. And I know this is a massive thing in the market at the minute around well-being and and mental health and physical health. And um, I can't stress enough how important it is to look after yourself. (laughs) Um, Because if and I know we've all heard it before, if if you're not okay, then nobody else is going to be okay. Business isn't going to be okay because everything is on you. So. You know, it does take a bit of time to understand that and and there's no one right way to do it. It is very personable and it's personable to you as an individual, but also how your business runs and what team you've got and what you're doing. But you've got to find a way to get a balance and to make sure that you do get some time out um, because it will impact you. And, And it has impacted my health over the last couple of years. And I have to kind of make sure I look out for those indicators that kind of goes you need a break and um and and I can't as I said stress enough how important it is to, to look after your own well-being as much as trying to look after everybody else
0: yeah I completely agree I think it is it's is all about as you say having that kind of work-life balance um but yeah as you say of course you're not just a business owner you're also a parent as well so talk to us about the important role of being a mum and and juggling that kind of work-life balance what do you do to have that sort of balance
1: um yeah well I mean luckily luckily I'm a mum of one um so um I and my son he's um he's 10 now so he's just finishing his last year of primary school um I think it's just trying to make sure you're there when you need to be there and and you know it is difficult juggling um and all children are different and all children need a different level of of support um, so for me it's just being able to pick him up from school and take him to school not all the time obviously um and then you know you get your holidays and, and just trying to plan some time out um to spend some quality time with them because they do you know I grew up with um a career mum and um, you know I probably owe a bit to her to see how hard she works she probably overworked and she still does um so I'm taking after her definitely but you know you you do learn from parents you do, see what they do and um you know you you set a good example don't you and if they see that you're not looking after yourself then that's not good either so yeah it's I've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent here but yeah just trying to be around a bit more that's all and I I know it's difficult when you're a parent to to do that all the time but you know you just got to make it work
0: yeah would you would you say it's would you say it's harder um, when when children are smaller, or when they get to a sort of age of ten? Is it does it become a little bit easier? I mean, in terms of being that mum, but also the business owner, um, would you say it's an easy sort of transition as they get older? Uh,
1: different, it's different. It's it it's, for parents out there. I think you'll probably understand it. The, the, the stresses change. I mean, when when my son was a baby, and I went back to work in London. Um, I quickly realized that I couldn't be you know that far away because they got sick or you know things happened and you needed to be quick you know there as closely as you know as close quick as possible so I then had to work locally um for four years which it was all right it was it was was difficult to transition from the pace of London but um you know it's a good experience and, and it was right for me to do that and I and I'm pleased I did that because it made me Feel you know I had the balance a bit more, and then I got divorced, and um, when he was five or six, um, and then I had to go back to London because I needed to earn more money. So that in itself was stressful. Um, but by that point, he was at school. The only thing is when they go to school, they have less flexible hours. Um, so again, all of these things change, you know. And then the last couple of years, we've been doing tutoring because he, um you know, he, he wanted to go to the grammar. Um, so again, it's all those extra things and all the extracurricular stuff they do Um, but you make it work you know you do what you need to do and um, as I said not all parents want to be working parents and and that's fine as well Um, what I've always said is you know there's no right or wrong way about doing it it's just what you want to do and what makes you know what works for you guys so I'm really respectful of of parents who do give up their career or do change career because there's lots of people that do that to fit in with their family as well
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, one area that many businesses have struggled with in the last 12 months is the recent pandemic that must have been tough both pref- uh, professionally and personally for you and the business. Uh, just talk to us a little bit more about, you know, the last kind of 12 months.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously the pandemic in terms of timing came um, just just over a year into Kingswood Group being formed, really. Um, at the beginning of twenty. 20- 20, I'd launched the HR outsourcing division and we'd just taken on a new HR manager. Um, we had an office in Chelmsford next to the train station, which cost us quite a lot of money. Um, you know, so obviously for everybody, it wasn't great timing. Um, so yeah, we, we all had to respond. Um, kind of the, the pandemic hit us in different ways, really, because recruitment obviously fell off a cliff. Um, so that side of the business just you know, went very quiet and um, luckily I was able to utilize the furlough scheme um, for for some of the team. But from an HR perspective, um, it got really busy because companies needed support and and advice and, you know, what do we do and how do we do it? And, And nobody had even heard of the term furlough really until March last year. And now, you know, it just rolls off the tongue. You know, it's just common talk, isn't it, nowadays? So, and, and it was a learning curve for everybody, including HR. So, um, so in, in a way, it was fairly lucky that we had that other side of the business. And I really threw myself into online networking. I mean, I've always been a, a business developer anyway, but obviously everything shifted online, so I did as well. I joined lots of different networking groups and worked out what was good for me and what wasn't good for me. Uh, luckily for us, the lease in the office came up at the May June time, and so we moved the whole team to a full work from home model, and we still have that. Um, so I saved a lot of money with that. Luckily, a lot of my team are quite experienced, um, but we all had to shift to this new way of working and people management. And most of us have got children. So during that period, we had schools shut and kids at home and still trying to work. So, you know, we, we went through everything that everybody else went through. Um, but, you know, like a lot of everybody, you know, we've adjusted. And that's how KG Direct Hire was formed, to be honest, um, last November, when we were supposed to be coming out of the second lockdown and everything was looking rosy for Christmas. I thought, oh, well, this is a good time to develop this new service. And then obviously we went into another lockdown. Um, and six months later, we we did actually launch it. But, um, you know, it's it's not easy, but you just got to, You've just got to do what you can you know and, and just you know try not to worry about things you can't control
0: that's yeah. my main
1: advice
0: <laughs> yeah so in terms of achievements either personally or professionally what are you most proud of and what would you say are you know your big plans for your future as well
1: um i'm really proud of kings of Kingswood group and the team um we've all worked so hard and and adapted so well um I'm proud we're still here and we have survived, as my accountant so kindly puts it um, <laughs> now well you know we're not out of it by any means and, and we do we've got you know we're still you know we're, we're not making millions and and it won't you know it, it's going to be a long time before we do that and um you know obviously that's the ultimate goal um but generally speaking, I just feel lucky that we're still here and we're still able to operate. Um, we've got a fantastic um, business network around us we've got some great relationships and we've had some fantastic support from our clients um, as well and and that continues so yeah um, I'm proud of that Um, I'm proud about where we're going it's great to have such good feedback from um, businesses on, on what we do from an HR and recruitment perspective and just want to keep keep going for that really
0: yeah. Uh, so if there's one life lesson from the world of business, you could give to someone looking to seek your services or just in general, what would that be?
1: Um, I would network or, you know, get in with a good local networking group um, because, and I'm not just talking about that from a sales perspective, obviously it's great that, you know, people will refer work to you and so forth, but it's, It's being part of a group of other similar business-minded leaders um, who can support you with general business knowledge and and management. Um, They don't have to be from the same industry, um, but it does, you know, me, I'm I'm the only director in the company, can be quite a lonely job. And um, especially if you're fairly new to it, I've never a company before Kingswood Group and I hadn't even managed people before Kingswood Group. So it's been a massive learning curve. And sometimes just having a support group just makes it feel not so lonely and you're not the only one going through it. And also there's some more experienced people who might be able to just to, you know, give you a nudge in the right direction or suggest an alternative way to look at something. So that would be my advice.
0: Yeah, I feel I can agree with that. Uh, obviously, we're part of the same networking group and I think it's just nice to obviously talk to, you know, fellow business people. Um, and put the word about for each and everyone's business really which is quite nice uh, but Sarah I mean it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show uh, I'm sure many women in business can take something from what you have said today that will resonate with them in some way shape or form um, to find out more about Kingswood Group you can visit the website www.kingswoodgroup.org or get in touch with Sarah directly on LinkedIn to, to discuss your requirements many thanks to Sarah for another great episode on people behind brands join us next time for more life lessons from the world of business So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all. So if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon. ta